Hey, Brendo. Hey, Matt. This is going to be the best camping trip of all time, dude. Why is that? Because, uh, I mean, come on. It's me and you out in nature communing with yeah, that sounds pretty cool. fish and birds and deer-like creatures. It's going to be so much fun, dude. Where our days are going to be packed. We're going to be fishing and hiking and snowshoeing and camelbacking and um, jet sliding. Jet sliding? And wave ripping. So much stuff during the day. It's going to be, we're not going to have a, a moment to spare. But oh, we got to think of stuff to do at night when we're alone in our respective tents. Well, I know <laughs> something I could do. I don't want to hear about that, Brendo. Oh, okay. I want to hear about clean family stuff, Well, man. you know, we could we could read some comics. Yeah, but I don't have any, man. Where would I get Where would I get comics from? We better stop at Golden Apple on the way out of town. Golden Apple Comics, dude. You're right. How could I forget? They sponsor my show, Golden Apple Comics. Uh, serving Hollywood and the surrounding areas for over 35 years, and now with the advent of the internet, which was invented like in October, serving the world at goldenapplecomics.com. Folks, you're going on a camping trip. Sure, your days are jam-packed. You're like Pocahontas. Might as well find a raccoon and become friends. But at night, when things get tired and cold and lonely and you need something to entertain yourself, why not pick up a great trade paperback from Golden Apple Comics? Why not wear a t-shirt from Golden Apple Comics so you don't get cold? And that woodsy, uh, it does get cold. woodsy nighttime chill. Why don't you buy two Spider-Man statues and put them outside of your tent to ward away evil spirits? If only you remember that movie Blair Witch Project. Yeah. If only those kids that had mini busts. None of that would have from ever Golden happened. Apple Comics. That witch couldn't have got in. She'd be like, "I want to eat these kids." Oh wait a minute, they're fans of um, Wendigo. Yeah. Or, oh, look, I was about to murder these people. It doesn't even have to be in Blair Witch. It can just be for any murderer. Murderers love comic book stuff. So if they see that you're a fan, they, they decide not to murder you. Nine times out of ten, I'm saying at least. Like, don't that's, take my, don't take a promise on that. So if you're, we're in our, let's say we're in our tents on our camping trip, you hear a rustle. Yeah. There's a psycho murderer out there. Oh, no. Slashes open the tent. He's about to kill me, but wait. He sees that I'm reading. Oh, I don't know, maybe a comic book from Top Cow Comics, maybe a comic book from Archaic Comics. Doesn't have to be Marvel or DC, Golden Apple covers all the comic book companies, you know what I mean? Yep. It could be Marvel or DC, I'm not saying it isn't, but the guy's like, oh look, this guy this guy reads indie comics, I'm not going to kill him, I'm going to give him a pass. Let me check the next tent, he slashes open your tent, what are you doing in your tent? I am reading the new um, Dark Tower book. Oh, I'm not going to kill him either, man. He's down with comic books and Stephen King. He seems like a nice guy. In fact, I made a hot lunch. I'm going to invite these two guys for hot lunch. and then we. Be- I like hot lunch. We have a hot lunch at like midnight with a serial killer in the woods, all because of Golden Apple Comics. Folks, goldenapplecomics.com. Change your life. Don't get killed by a serial killer. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt Cohen and Brendan Creasy, bagged and boarded. Oh, hi, what's going on? I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. Welcome to uh, Bagged and Boarded. Thank you for being here tonight, folks, on this uh, 
blistery December Eve. Is it even fucking? It's not even that it's cold. It's not that cold. It was cold. But I'm on layered Sunday. like a homeless guy, just in case, man. Yeah. And also in case I ever want to just go like go native. I'm always I'm always that close. You know what I mean? I'm wearing my number two hoodie. What's your number two hoodie? It's, I have three. This is number two. <laughs> Are those their names? Hoodie number one. Well, number, number one I use a lot. And then I gotta wash it. So, so how gross is number three? No, number three is perfectly clean. It doesn't get used very much. Oh, I see. You're saying number one is the fucking the the uh, my favorite one, the one that's all stained with Brendo fluids and shit, and fucking uh, ec- ecto coolers you've saved up over the years somehow. Because yeah. I like can't the, find them. It's got green. It it's like got goes gr- in the dark. Green stains and shit, and Slimer pops out. No, welcome to Bag and Border, folks. Uh, Thank you for being here uh, live uh, from the Smod Castle in Hollywood. As always, we are now uh, coming to you from the Smodcast Network, man. All fancy yeah. and shit. Fancy. All fancy. We got, uh, we got Golden Apple Comics on board. We got Purple Tree uh, clothing. We got some sponsors. We got some cool stuff happening. We usually, um, what we do is we bring in a kind of a, a guest about halfway through the show. And tonight, well, uh, it being like Christmas week and everything, we thought we'd give... They guessed uh, a break, which they is my need, way of saying break. of I couldn't fucking get anyone. Not not a soul. I called like fucking, like like I I slummed it too, man. I was like, "Where's Screech right now?" Yeah, I know. He, I'll let him show his cock like, on stage Dustin too, which is Diamond. Come on, which dude. is a cardinal rule here. Malcolm Ingram's always like, "What's what if that dude shows his dick?" And I'm like, I feel like we shouldn't. Show nudity right now. I would. I would even fucking. You like, would take it to that level. I would take a screech cock right now. Yeah, but um, I think because, a screech cock would be pretty good. Or, or you know what I mean? Who else? Who I thought of? Um, uh, that guy from uh, Silence of the Lambs who played the butterfly expert. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's. Yeah. A, I thought that was a good pull, but he was like, "Fuck you guys." I know. He's like, "I got family to deal with. It's three weeks from Christmas. That's." Like these next three weeks for most people. See, I'm a Jew, so I don't I don't know it from this. Well, Hanukkah starts tonight. See, I didn't even know that until you told me, man. Wow. I'm a, I'm 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 a, I'm not a great Jew, obviously. Do you get presents? Um, I I do, man. But the, after you told me that, I went and checked on my mail, and there was a fucking package slip. Is but, it like levels of gifts? Like the eighth night, you get the most. Shit? When I was when I was a little kid, um, it used to be. It, it was eight gifts. It really was like that's true about yeah. us Jews. The horn thing, not so. Sometimes <laughs> true. Sometimes yeah. not. A lot of us get them filed down when we're young. Yeah. Um, like Hellboy. But, but like Hellboy. Ex- Dude, why do you think I like Hellboy so much, yeah. man? Hellboy is just a fucking uh, a Jew in disguise. Yeah. And that's not saying Jews are the devil, but I'm saying Jews are the This is a dude saying Matt Cohen saying that, so I'm allowed to. I feel like, um, no, no, no. It was, um, well, here's the thing. First off, my, my earliest memories of the holidays were really kind of fucking incestuous because being a spoiled kid that I was, and I don't mean incestuous in the sense that, like, my mom and dad used to fuck in front of me and make me listen to Bing Crosby records. I mean, like, it was a real mix of Christmas and Hanukkah, though I am, there's no non-Jew in me anywhere, I don't think. Maybe, like, maybe, like, this hand is, like, partially Hindi or some shit, but the rest of this is, is straight heeb. So, um, but I was, when I was a little kid, I was so into Christmas movies and fucking, you know, there was a Muppet Christmas and there was Charlie Brown and all that stuff. So we used to, um, we had a tree in our living room that wasn't, it was always there. It was like a, a decorative tree or decorative whatever. Decorative tree? Yeah, yeah. Not you like decorate a, that tree? With, and, and the thing we would do is, because we were Jewish, we couldn't put fucking like, 
uh, Santa Claus stuff. So we would get silver and blue ornament balls, and, yeah. and we would have a, a Jew tree, as it were. Yeah. And then I had st- I had stockings going for a while there. I used to get Hanukkah gifts and shit in a stocking, and I was like, "We're not even." I don't think my parents realize that we're not Catholic, but I'm going to go with it for a while. Well, you know, Christmas Christmas has kind of turned into just a generic American holiday. See, but I and here's we. we the last time we did a Christmas podcast, um, you weren't involved with the show yet. It was about two years ago. It was me, Jesse, and Jason Muse out in the desert. And I took offense to that statement almost. And Muse went on like this whole spin about like, no, it's about the Lord, man. It's about getting presents from the Lord. And I, was, I don't think that's true. Well, my, my thing is, um, and I don't want to get into politics and shit, but like, I don't believe that it's an Americanized holiday because I'm a fucking Jew. I have nothing to do with Christmas except for like, it's look how much cooler it is. I decorated this place. This was the first time I ever got to do well, Christmas got decorations. The and the little guy. I mean, that's what we got. We I went got to fucking it. Kmart in like the Jewiest section of Los Angeles and they had. It was like walking into Santa's fucking workshop if he had married Willy Wonka. It was amazing. Like, I wanted everything. Yeah. I was like, LED gift wrapping? Like, I don't even know what that means, but I want it. I bought Christmas rope shit. I posted it on Twitter about an hour ago. I made a Tron window, Brendo. Nice. They had blue neon tubing, and I did it around my window in my bedroom. So now it's like That's sweet. my vortex. little, like... Light cycles going around. Totally, sir. But no, no, no. It was really, really awesome. And I bought all this Christmas stuff and I was all psyched. And I'm like, all right, I'm obviously missing the Hanukkah section. And then finally, I saw like um, a dude with a yarmulke on with a fucking menorah in his hand. I was like, hey, man, where's the Hanukkah section? And he like pointed like that. And it was two shelves on a, on a, on a, on a, uh, on the bottom of like an end cap. And it said Hanukkah celebration. And it was a menorah and just a blue tablecloth. That's all they sold for Hanukkah. They're like, Not you Jews any enjoy love. that. What? Not getting any love. Well, that's the thing. And growing up, and obviously Christmas is obviously fucking cooler. Like, we don't have a magic guy. Hanukkah's about, like, do you know the story of Hanukkah? Well, it's about they, they needed oil for their lamps. A dude the... needed to light a fucking lamp. Yeah. And the oil was like, oh, this it it's probably only lasting like a couple days. And they're like, oh, shit, dude, it lasted like a couple days longer. And they're like, no way, let's make a holiday. You guys have, like, a magic elf who lives at the center of the fucking world with a bunch of midgets who, like, makes Xbox games and stuff all year round. Yeah, I don't get it. And then, like, is the only only male adult and I'm only male adult and elderly male adult and I'm going to say and don't and maybe uh, kind of freaky looking elderly male adult that's allowed to, like, break and enter into your home yeah. once a year and your kids are like, I want to get candy from him. It is kind of weird. That's the one I feel like. Like here, take these presents and candy from a complete stranger who isn't happens that, to be an old man. What are you teaching your children? That old men are candy safe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if an old man pulls up in a fucking old like, what's an old kind of car? I think an Oldsmobile. That yeah. makes sense. I don't even think they make them anymore. <laughs> or a Buick. My grandpa or a Buick or some shit. And he's like, you want some candy? You always say yes. Of course. Now, if he he's under the Santa. age of 50, you run and scream rape. And, and, and you know, you got, you're afraid to, to t- say no because that might be Santa and maybe you'll offend him. You get on his naughty list. Yeah. Can you imagine? And, and we're going to go a little blue here. Can you imagine if Santa's naughty list was like all the kids who wouldn't fucking pleasure him? Yeah. Like, it's just Santa rolling. Like all, like, all year round, Santa just dresses in a fucking trench coat and walks around strip malls and like Kansas and shit. He's like, you want some candy? And they're like, sure. And he's like... Want to touch me? And they're like, oh. And he's like, naughty fucking list for you. So you know that saying? Did you yeah. get a lot of gifts as a kid? I did. You're a freak. Yeah. You were like, come here, Santa. I, I, dude, I wanted that Nintendo really bad, you know. <laughs> 
But what? here's the thing. If I was a Christian, Santa would be my God. Even though I know he's not real. He's so much cooler than Jesus, I feel like. Totally. And, like, you got, like, Jesus and Santa and who else? And, like... Uh, the the apostles and we have and we have like Haman boo if anyone here is Jewish uh, uh, I guess not yeah. it's a per, it's a Purim thing um we have like Haman and fucking Sandy That's Koufax third. and like uh you know those are our Jewish superheroes yeah. you guys and so you guys have Santa and Jesus and I feel like out of the two Jesus doesn't have like fucking animal friends he can talk to and stuff he was just a dude who turned wine into water and I'm a pothead so or, or the opposite right water into wine yeah that doesn't really affect me if he could turn water into a half ounce of fucking uh Cinderella 99 or some shit and then magic up a fucking bong while he's at it out of like a burning bush maybe he could Matt you just don't have enough faith I gotta let Jesus into my life, yeah. and maybe He'll turn water maybe into pot will. for me. He might do that. If I woke up tomorrow and I go to take a shower and pot comes out of the faucet, I will fucking get down to my knees and do a giant. All right, you just remind a cross thing, but it just reminded me of something. Um, when I was like eighteen, I used to do a lot of hallucinogens, and one night I had a very, very profound experience, like out on my porch, staring Did you at talk the stars. To Jesus? I I thought I found God, and I crossed myself, and I was like. Wait a minute, I'm Jewish and on mushrooms. None of this makes sense right now. But like there was a very like, I completely understand it now. Like the mysteries of the universe got revealed to me. And then I was like, oh shit, black adders on fucking BBC America and I ran away. Um Priorities. That was how quick that lasted. Yeah. Jesus came in and went like a fucking whistle. But um It happened. So Hanukkah growing up, so there started with like a mixed thing where it would be Christmas stuff, and then it got to straight Hanukkah. You're Jewish. Uh, you, you like Seinfeld, this is who you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like my entire life, because uh, my, my family's we're all atheists for the most part, yeah. but, but Seinfeld somehow takes precedent in our religion, yeah, you're, and that shifted to like Larry, like we're later day Kerbis or yeah, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you had that migration. And now they like bored to death too. Yeah. So that's another, the Jewish show in the world. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. So my parents are awesome like that. No, so we started doing the straight Hanukkah thing and it would be eight gifts and now, from what I remember, only a few times in my life was it, well, usually it was one gift a night. Yeah. My, my mom, months before, would have like a closet in the basement where she'd get, wrap gifts, and i go and like fucking spy on them. And you'd get, you'd get to go into the closet and pick one of your eight gifts to open that night, and you usually wound up in tears and another gift being given because <laughs> I was really fucking spoiled. I'm not, I felt like shit a lot as a kid, I'm not going to lie, afterwards. But, um... My little brother is guilty too. So no, we would get uh, one gift a night, but some years they'd be like, fuck it. Like obviously in, in now knowing them, they were like, we just want to smoke quicker. Yeah. They just gave us eight gifts at once and it was like Hanukkah orgy, man. I was like, I was never more proud to be a Jew in my life. Yeah. I would walk up to my room with my fucking Jew hall. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'd be like, 4,000 years of oppression. You know what? It's all, it was all worth it in the end. <laughs> I got mad in 95. I remember later Christmases, like when I was in high school, it quickly evolved from like, let's get up as early as possible and open presents to like Christmas Eve night. We're like, I don't want to get up in the morning. You guys want to open presents? All right, let's do this. I want to sleep in. I want to sleep in too. Um, Last year, I, if I can recollect, my mom was like, what do you want for Hanukkah? And I'm like, I don't know. It's Hanukkah, mom. Surprise me. She's like, can I just send you money? And I was so fucking offended. <laughs> I was like, no, I want like fucking Pokemon. Use your imagination. And here's the thing: my mom is the single greatest gift giver in the world. She from, is. She gives you the most to best me. Stuff. But but uh, not. She knows me so well. Literally, yeah. like 
for my birthday this year, she got me this uh, fancy leather coat and like um, a really nice backpack. And uh, what was the last thing? It was a little fucking incredible Hulk toy that like walked around. She's like, how'd you like the stuff? I'm like, I've been playing with it for an hour and a half. It's the greatest thing of all time. When my She's mom, like, did you try on the jacket? I'm like, it's still in the box. This Hulk thing is a home run. When my mom doesn't send me money, she sends me like towels and Oh, shirts. no, dude. My mom, my, my parents, my it's mom's horrible. like cool stoner chick. Like my mom said, I don't, I don't buy clothing ever. So all this shit like in the mail from my mom. I, get, I have like a fairy godmother who's also weirdly my mother that wow. sends me most of my shit. You know what I mean? That's why. So you can so thank well this keen dressed. fashion sense. Thank you. Yeah, man. You send my mom some letters, be like, you know what you're up to, lady. Um, but no, so Hanukkah, I remember one year we went up to like Pennsylvania or some shit, and it was, oh, I got the fucking, I remember we all opened them on one day. We opened them on Thanksgiving, if that makes any That's sense. That's not even Hanukkah. No, I think we just went up early, and they were just like, we got presents you want. They just wanted to keep us shut up for a fucking couple of days, probably. Yeah. And I watched the Thanksgiving parade, and I got Bebop and Rocksteady, and it was the greatest day of my life. Nice. What, what are some of your, your most memorable gifts, sir? Well, I mean, the, like ultimate, gifts. the ultimate was uh, Nintendo. Like a NES? Yeah. How old were you? I was like seven. Really? We were a little late to the Nintendo party just because... I feel like I had one before I knew it. Well, Does that make sense to you? Yeah, but it wasn't around for like until I was five or what six. What year did it come out? 86? So I, was two, I was two years old, 85. so I literally had a fucking... I was one years old, and my grandma bought me a TV and a Nintendo, so I had a Nintendo in my room before I knew what the fuck it was. So I was, I've always been plugged in and yeah, shit. Yeah, we were late to the party in that, but it was mostly because we had so much Oh, well, you missed stuff. it. It was fucking fun, dude. They served nachos and shit. Yeah. Some dude did like a break dance. He threw down Mario cardboard and outfit. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shigeru Miyamoto was like, I got to pop and lock this motherfucker. Uh, we, we got a Nintendo, and it was kind of good and bad because I think my parents didn't know anything about it. So they knew we wanted Super Mario Brothers 2, and we already had came with Super Mario Brothers. And then I think they didn't know what else to get, like, to go with it. So my dad, like, just grabbed a random game, and it was this game, um, Xevious, which is, like, this old-school, like, shooter. And I remember playing it once and being like, this is the worst game ever, and then never playing it again. And I'm sure at the time, Nintendo games were, like, $60. They were a bunch, right? I remember one year, my mom, this was later, you'll probably know the year, nerd. Uh, my mom... As like my mom usually does like default gifts like she's gonna get everyone one fucking gift and buy a shitload of them. One year she got Virtua Boys for like everyone in our family. Oh god! Not me and not my brother, but like every cousin, every like fucking. And then like a week later, all the reports came started coming out that they were making you go blind yeah. and shit. And I was like, you might as well have just gave them a jar of cancer, mom. Totally. But I was saying mommy back then. I remember, I remember like freaking out in the KB toy stores. Because I, I was playing the Virtual Boy and my like I started getting these headaches and I was just like ah it it's so out. weird man I only have and everyone always talks about with, with Christmas season there's always like the rush for that one gift or whatever like whether it be Tickle Me Elmo or the Cabbage Patch Kids I was never involved in that for yeah, some reason I wasn't either except I have a very very fucking clear memory of being like seven years old my dad went to a Toys R Us at midnight to get me an Ultraman figure does anyone know who Ultraman is like the Japanese it's 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 Ultraman's like oh, a yeah. Japanese, Japanese show. It's a guy in a suit. On Fox it's a guy in, in a morning. suit thing. Yeah. I don't know like why I knew about that shit, or, but I was so fucking psyched. I remember. Oh, I, I don't remember even think they it was had a the holiday, show though. and they had the commercials. That's the thing. I don't remember. I was thinking about it today on my way here. I don't remember specifically any big Hanukkah gifts because there were always eight. So it was. Yeah. There was never. There was never like one big one. They were all pretty yeah. fucking cool gifts, you know. 
But the one gift giving thing I remember the most was for my bar mitzvah. And there were fucking four things. It was um, a disc man, uh, Wu Tang Triumph CD. I wow. believe it was Triumph. Beastie Boys, uh, Ill Sab, the fucking Sabotation. Check your head. And a beeper watch. Nice. I had a beeper watch. You had a beeper watch? Yeah, we Casio. were the two people on the planet no, with no, Casio beeper watches. Had, I, I literally knew one other person that had one. That's why I wanted it. Did anyone it. ever beep you with it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, you fucking suck. Well, because... I sat I, there for years being well, like one you day... Know, you want to know what my pager watch was? It was my mom's fucking leash. Keep in mind, I was in seventh grade. I was I was, in, yeah. I was like a junior. I was senior. in seventh grade and I was like, people got to beat me, I guess. Yeah. And it wound up being like my mom would beat me for fun every once in a while. Like, heart, I love you. I remember you could. Here's the most. You could check the weather and your stocks. Okay, I have a really fucked up beeper watch story. And I remember I had the WWF stocks. I used to just sit there in class, being like, up half a point, guys. I'll see you, fuckers, in the funny pages. Sports scores, but I remember sports scores. I remember the day print the night the when Princess Diana died. All the, like I was at a park with my friends, and all of a sudden my beeper watch went off, and it just said Princess. news alerts. It said, and they gave you like world news alerts. So all it said on my watch was Princess Di dies, and I was like, what the fuck? And I came home, and my mom was crying, and she's like, how did you know already? I'm like, my watch told me. There's, we just stumbled our way blindly onto a, uh, such a more infinitely interesting story. Why was your mom crying because Princess Diana My died? mom loved that woman. What? I don't know, man. She really she... loved that woman. Okay, any reason why? Because she was like, you know, a public figure that did a lot of good and she loved Princess Diana. That was a horrible year for her because she loved Princess Diana and she loved Mother Teresa and they both died like within like days of each other. And my mom was a mess. Wow. My mom was going to go to Calcutta and like feed orphans and shit for a while. She said she was going to do that. She's like, I'm either going to go to Calcutta and feed orphans or start dating this fucking Egyptian millionaire guy. And <laughs> that would have been awesome. If your mom was like, I'm going to marry the owner of Harrods. I'll see you later, yeah. Brando. And she but said it really dickly too. Was, like, you're like, you name me that. Like, Don't say it condescendingly. I'm yeah. your mom like she's nanny from Muppet Baby. <laughs> Don't say that, mom. <laughs> For like three days, she was like crying all the wow, time. Man. And she got that candle in the wind, the Elton John single that he did. Did it come with a candle? No. But it was a oh. single he re-recorded. I thought you meant there was like a gift pack well, and your mom had a candle. That song about Marilyn Monroe and like rewrote it for um, and Diana, it seems to and me. she literally played that on repeat for like six months. My mom's interesting. <laughs> My parents are stoners. I feel like if they met in the same room, the world would explode. I, oh yeah! Oh my god! I know why there was a there is a tie to Princess Diana because um, my I'm trying to think it was my brother. My parents, my mom, like was so obsessed when they got married, and like they stayed up really late to watch the marriage, and that's how my brother was born and conceived. Get and the she fuck actually out told me this, and I'm like, why are you telling me this? She was like, you know what gets me wetter than fucking anything? Royal weddings? Apparently. Dude, watch out in a couple fucking months or whatever. I might have a sibling. Holy <laughs> shit, yeah. You better cancel your mom's fucking cable subscription. She's all about that right now. That's all she'll talk about. DJ D-Rock up in the booth. Derek Armido, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for him. He's up there yeah. taking the show. Derek, what's your? Uh, do you have a favorite holiday gift you remember? While there's dead silence, 
Uh, I got a bike, a Huffy four-wheeler bike once with a note from Santa saying, if your grades don't get up, I'm coming back and taking this bike. Oh, my God. I love, I love your fucking childhood, dude. I have a massive, like... A uh, 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 tragedy hard on for your childhood. <laughs> a tragedy boner. A tragedy boner. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I know you like that line, right? On then. So, so Santa. So in, in Derek's household, they were like, "Happy birthday!" You have a fucking week. Yeah. Um. I recently recaptured my one of my favorite holiday gifts. Um. When I was, I think, ten, I got this game, Hero Quest. And it was like kind of this like miniature Dungeons Dragons game, and I used to play it with my dad, and I loved it so much. And like, they all our games disappeared. It went, my mom like just gave away a ton of shit. She gave away my Play Mobile spaceship. You're like my and mom gave away all our games. Incidentally, at the same time, she started talking really fast, and her teeth went bad. I'm sure. <laughs> Your mom she, does well, mad. No, she was just, she's like, I'm really sad about Diana. Brr, I want to fight everyone. <laughs> But I, I want to run to like, Calcutta. She would give them away to like, I mean, she'd give them to like the poor kids or whatever. Like there'd be like the giving tree at her work or something. So I'd be like, mom, where's my WWF wrestling ring? Oh, the kids got it. And I'd be like, what? See, I did. My parents did the opposite. My mom held on to all my fucking toys till I was like 19 years oh, old. God, and then I in wish. one fell swoop, like shipped them all to my fucking 10 year old cousin without telling me. Oh yeah. And then you took one. That dude's back. got the greatest Ninja Turtles collection of all time. So I went to see him on my way to cop out. They were living in Louisiana at the time and I drove by and I was in his room and I was like, you're living in my childhood motherfucker. I didn't say that like toned like that, but I'm I was taking them back. I was taking like, them all back. I was like, Hey Alex, like I'm glad you enjoy my toys. And, and like, I felt like, all right, um, I'm 25 years old. I should be fucking mature about this. Like, they're, they're action figures. He's a 10 year old boy. I'm like, I'm glad they make you happy. Can I please have back that gold Leonardo? And he was like, that's my favorite one. And I was like, dude, then can I have Knuckles and Donatello? And he was like, I guess so. So I made out with a fucking <laughs> Knuckles thing. I, one day I will get house. them back because one he's going to, because he's going to turn like fucking 18 yeah. and start caring about chicks and shit and just throw them out. Whereas I'll be like 50 and You'll be, be like, right there at his door. Like, I'll be like, up! you got that fucking prehistoric rock steady for me? Yeah. Did you have the Star Trek ones? I had, no, I didn't have any Star Trek toys. There was no, there was Star Trek. Yes, I Ninja did. Turtles. I had all the Ninja. I dude, I had fucking every Ninja Turtle toy. Yeah. I was. Did you see that Kevin Eastman was selling on eBay all his all his stuff, and he had all the toys, and he had like three of the suits from the movie, and he had the turtle van. And he was selling it on eBay. The only problem was he was selling it as one giant lot. How much for it? It was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was a warehouse full of stuff. I thought you were going to hit me with like $10 million. I would pay $500,000 for I just have that emailed van, it to dude. You. I should have emailed it to you and we could be riding around in the turtle I will mortgage this van. fucking theater. We can start doing the show from the back of a turtle van. It might still be online. Isn't I'll have that to cool? Like it. you guys like, we're going to do a bag and board it tonight. We roll up to your house in the fucking turtle van and me and Brendo get out in the fucking costumes and shit. And we <laughs> yeah, do man, a little they bit. Had the costumes we do a little bit there. out of the coming out of the shell tour stuff yeah do you remember any of the totally. tracks I, I i don't remember no Derek, do you i know that's I your remember fucking going foray. to the any of the songs from the coming out of the shell tour i, I actually saw that live on i fucking, did but i don't remember the songs oh they were awesome 
They're all about the power of positivity. I remember and going, pizza. Yeah, I remember going to Universal when they had like the sewers thing, and you could go through the sewers. That's so. And it was awesome. And then at the end, they had pizza, and you could eat pizza with I, a Ninja Turtle. I remember Turtles. when I was like 11 years old. And if you went the wrong way in the sewers, the Foot Clan and Shredder was there, and they would chase you. This is the I remember game, except they were just—it was just an Asian guy and two guys in masks. Yeah. Shredder and the Foot Clan. And they're like, guys, you cannot be in here. There are children in here. They're like, we're adding to the experience. They're like, well, put some fucking pants on then, buddy. This is a children's amusement park. Um, When I was like 11, we went to Blockbuster because Leonardo, a guy in a Leonardo <laughs> costume was there and they're having a pizza party. And I remember vividly being like, all right, obviously they're cartoon characters. I don't give a shit. I was like, hi, Leon. Like, I, I, the magic was still there yeah. for me, Brando. I remember being the mo one of the happiest days in my young life was when we waited and we were waiting for the Ninja Turtles movie on opening night and all of a sudden someone said, it's Michelangelo and he was on top of the roof of the theater like waving to people and doing nunchuck demonstrations. It Again, and they were awesome. like, dude, put some fucking pants <laughs> on. He was like, I'm a turtle. <laughs> They're like, okay, never mind then. But You're adorable. But back to Hero Quest, I since I didn't have it, and I I think I thought about it every now and then, and and I've been thinking about it a lot because I've been on eBay just looking at old shit that you, I want to buy. You've been trying to like recapture your childhood on eBay, and it's working. <laughs> I got Hero Quest piece by piece. Congratulations, you piece by piece. You're like putting together your childhood on fucking the eBay next, and shit. The next steps are the real Ghostbusters board game, and. Um, Crossfire. That's a little hard to, to get really? all the pieces. Dude, Crossfire was so That's awesome. hard to get? Well, it's they hard to get with all the pieces. I don't know. Maybe they do. Then there was You Thunder. got a real fucking hard-on for, for board games, don't well, you? Well, that's what I played a lot of board games when I was a kid, but like the cool ones. And then we had... um My favorite <laughs> one that my brother and I had was Torpedo Run. Not like Run. and Ladders, the cool... Torpedo Run with like the chips, and they actually shoot the little discs. And I'm not going to lie. Up. I bought a board game this week, man. What'd you buy? I was in the line. I was in line at fucking uh, Target, and it it was Buzz Lightyear Operation. Nice. It's the coolest thing of all time. <laughs> Is he like talking shit? No, you? it's just Operation with a Buzz oh. Lightyear fucking cardboard picture. But that's I'm cool. I'm dead. I smoke enough pot that that's interesting to me. Do you like sit there like? like I play you? Operation with myself, yeah. man. Yeah, I absolutely do. While I talk to my dog. The board game that Paint I never a pretty got picture of me. that I always wished I could get. It was called Thunderball Island. It was by the same people that made Torpedo Run and 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 um, Crossfire. And it was like all I remember about it, it. My friend had it. It was this giant volcano, and you'd move along, and then like at a certain point, this giant ball would come and it would knock over your guys. It was awesome. <laughs> that was one of the cool ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hero Quest was the best. What is Hero Quest, man? Well, you're like in a dungeon. Without, without getting too much into it. You're just a guy. You're like, you can be like a fighter or a dwarf, and then you go through the dungeon and fight guys. Right on. And it's got like actual, like a fireplace and like a tomb, and there's actual little doors. When you say actual, now keep in mind. Like little doors. You're speaking. <laughs> and a fireplace? Yeah, like a fireplace. You put it together. And you fucking light a match in it or some or shit? like a toy fireplace. That, I mean, you've got to re you're talking to people on a microphone. You've got a responsibility. Some of our listeners may be blind, Brendo. Okay. Do you know what that means? That we've got we've to be their miracle workers. And you can't just throw did actually you know that, and literally out there. Did you know that blind people, like, they, can, they have, like, these movies they can get from the library? 
and it's like oh no like you're watching the matrix and the whole time there's a there's an audio track where a person is describing what is happening on the screen because one time i went to the library by my mom's house and i thought i'm like look at all these dvds I have this is awesome and i put it in and it was dvds for blind people what movie was it it was the matrix and all of a sudden someone's like trinity is walking down the alley she stares at agent smith and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it turns out there are these DVDs for the blind That's people. not DVDs. That's DVDs for people who like to jerk off the fucking movies. Because the way you just say that to me again, Derek, get the lights. So you're like, Trinity was walking down the alley. Oh, yeah. Dude, hit me again. <laughs> go, go, go. Dude, give me Roger Rabbit, man. Come on. And like, Jessica, Sultry. Isn't it very? Okay, you turn the lights back on. It's very poetic like that. I feel yeah. like blind people get better movies than we do. Well, it's distracting when you're. Can trying you imagine to watching like Jackass 3D like that? <laughs> They're like Johnny Knoxville triumphantly stares at the camera. The sunlight beams off his face as shit flies out of a man's asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, blind people, blind people have all the luck, don't they? Um, but they didn't have any normal DVDs, and I was very upset. <laughs> and you're like, and then you walked outside, and you saw Library for the Blind on the fucking window. It was just the library. And then your theme music hit as you shrugged your shoulders. This was the public library in Hannibal, Missouri. Apparently, there's a lot of blind people there. Really? I guess. It's, it's like a capital for, they just wander there. They like Mark Twain. <laughs> they start walking, eventually they all get to Hannibal. They like Mark Twain. And They're they, like birds. Yeah. They've got a fucking honing beacon in them. My mom lived in Hannibal. It was like Mark Twain land. I know you told me that that's it's fucking cool. dope, dude. I'm a fan. I of went in the caves that like he was in, he was inspired to write the whole scenes in Tom Sawyer. What were you inspired to do? I was inspired to write my name on the wall, but I didn't do it. <laughs> like I was inspired to 15 years later try to find board games on eBay, yeah. and then get really mad when someone outbids me. Ah, oh, dude, that Ghostbusters guy still ah. He we've talked about this, but he tried to bid on a Ghostbusters thing, and this guy won in a fair fucking auction, which I assume is what eBay is. And I was like, what happened? He's like, dude won. Hope he fucking enjoys it. He and went I'm above like, the normal market and I'm like, value. Sure you, then he's better than you. Like, he beat no, you. No, he's stupid because I got it for way cheaper finally. But you didn't get it. I did get the it. complete set? Okay. I got to think. I don't have his name with me. Yeah, I was looking bah, for bah, it. Bah, that dude's a bagged and that boarded dude's fan. That dude's listening to Bagged and Boarded right now while playing his Ghostbusters thing and being like, oh, I don't think not, Brendo. Slimer fucking rolls three Whatever. mana hit points. A bagged and boarded fan pointed me to the B, the the UK version of Amazon and said there's, there's two sets in the box, new, brand new, on sale right now. You should bid on them. And I did, and I won them, and I got the full wouldn't set. It be great with the it ghost was, wouldn't it be great if it was local pickup only, and then therein started the greatest buddy adventure movie <laughs> of all time? Like Me and Brenda are going over to like some fucking small town, like seaside village in England, to buy to like negotiate the purchase of this Ghostbusters are thing. Are you Brenda? We and then have the guy the dies halfway through it, so it's like Waking Ned Divine oh. and shit. And then I leave you there because I don't give and a fuck about And then we're at the funeral. We're at the funeral. We're like, excuse me. Um, this, this guy said he would sell us his Ghostbusters thing. You're like, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you walk away. And uh-oh, what's that? A fucking card that says Peter Vankman falls out of your pocket. <laughs> and like the bobbies come in and shit. <laughs> it's, a door, it's a light summer romp from the producers of Full Monty and uh, what's another one? Mm. Waking Ned Divine. Sure, man. They were the same people. That me and you should oh. should get into the movie business, man. All, all yeah, little... I got the Ghostbusters. See now. all this shit that you know what? I just realized something. I always give you shit for like I would where I would used to say that you bidding on Ghostbusters stuff was trivial and always a waste of time. I was wrong because I'm gonna spin that shit into the most grandiose adventure stories of all. Hit me with another thing that is really on your mind lately. Um, I. 
I uh, bought some D and D miniatures. Anything about them, or? Well, I I've been trying to complete so I can get the ones that I want for like the stuff we're gonna do. Okay, and you find out that you get ninety nine percent of them, and the one that you can't find. It starts like a national treasure type fucking hunt. Like we go in the back of the Smod Castle and like I'm going to smoke a bowl or something and I accidentally drop my bong and it breaks open a fucking floor panel and we find a map yeah. to like Hollywood Forever Cemetery and we have to dig open someone's grave and it's like a treasure box with like an astro glade in it. What are those? What? Astroliths. I don't know what they're. The those tools that, that sailors used to use. Astrolabes. We get an astrolabe and we like chart by the stars our way into the Nevada desert and shit. And we find another clue and it's like city slickers meets um, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles meets uh, step up to the streets. Yeah. Because we're going to dance a lot, dude. Totally. That's one of the clues. It's like just dance for 10 fucking minutes. Let, feel the music, man. Yeah. You were dancing before. I was. We got the before the show got my tonight. Pump up song. Before the show tonight. Um, last week we had to start the show kind of uh, rushed. Two weeks ago. So we didn't get a chance to put on Brendo's favorite song. But tonight he kind of we were all set and he kind of sh- like sheepishly went, "Hey, can we play that sleigh bell song before the show tonight?" So I was like, "Yeah, sure." So we're out there and he started fucking. You were grooving, man. I gotta get in the. I gotta get in the groove. You gotta get in your podcast mindset. Yeah. You're. Are you on your game? This is like the Super Bowl for you, right? Sure. Every every Wednesday night is is like the Super Bowl. It's game time. We have a fucking cooler of Gatorade out back. Yeah, and you're gonna dump it on. We're all cheating on our wives. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've got a dog ring something or whatever. I don't watch <laughs> sports. Okay. Are um, you like doing a Michael Vick joke or something? I don't even know, is that man. What you're doing? Don't you and say. Hey, don't go there, Brenda, okay? okay? This isn't that kind of show. This All is right. a this is a classy show. Um Are those your notes? No, these are Tom Green's notes from last night with Joe Rogan. Okay, here's a new experiment. I'll be Tom Green, you be Joe Rogan. Okay. What do you think this world is going to look like in one thousand years? We're all dead. Thank you, Mr. Rogan. All right. That didn't that bit didn't work out so fucking well as planned, man. I, I thought you were gonna channel Joe Rogan, man. I don't, I, I don't know what Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan was cool, dude. He was on Tom Green's show last night, and he was. Um, I feel like we vibe. Oh, he's like because he does like a talks about like a lot of conspiracy, conspiracy theories stuff. and like he, he's like okay by then by a thousand years the new world order is gonna have taken over and the Illuminati will reveal themselves and we'll finally learn that the true reason for the moon landings was to set up space lasers and we've colonized Mars, but then there's an intergalactic civil war and. Meanwhile, and then we, the Martians come and they co-populate with us, and it's like V, and then like, and then the Martians' blood turns us all into superheroes, and that was their plan all along. What was it like hosting Fear Factor? Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That was fucking awesome, dude. Where did that come from? I don't know. You got like a bit of an actor bug in you, Brendo. Well, it runs in our family. <laughs> What does that mean? You my can't just brothers. You're like, I'll have you know, my grandfather was Bert. Well, my brother, my brother is a stage actor, and he and he he would like he do does, stuff like, he with just, me. He just started in uh, what was it called? Doubt. Well, he was in doubt. He sent yeah. me a picture of your brother like dressed up like a fucking preacher, and I was like, that could have been you, dude. For those of you who don't know, Brendo went to like Bible school and was <laughs> was down with the G man, J man, right? For for a time, G man or J man, J, whatever you want to, God or Jesus, either oh. one. C. Uh oh. GJ. I threw a spiritual conundrum at you. 
Uh, let me ask you a question. Where I grew up in Long Island, the man Jesus, the, as they would say in Dark Tower. Thank you, Sai. Ooh, we just got oh fucking God. super. Uh, I grew up in Long Island, and a big thing around this holiday season was, um, even though we're dirty Jew heathens, we would drive around, and now knowing that my parents are giant stoners, they would smoke a joint and then be like, get in the car, and then we drive around. Look at the Christmas and lights? And look at Christmas lights. That's awesome. All over town. Like, every year was a tradition. We used to it's drive around. sparkly, Matt. Look at it. I was down, man, yeah. I mean, little kids and stoners meet halfway in the middle. <laughs> That's true. There was a weird time when I was like nine, and I'm like, am I smarter than them? But then I realized what happened later. No, but we used to drive around and look at Christmas lights, and there was always like... um. In every respective town, there was one house that went like fucking oh, yeah. all out and had like the craziest shit ever. Is it like that out here? Where oh you're yeah, from? totally. See, to me, but it, it's weird that you. It's like a, a snowless Christmas. Yep. Like a palm tree Christmas. So we overcompensate with inflatable Santas and other ridiculous shit. Really? Yeah. They they don't do like Western themed shit like Santa well, with a cowboy hat on or different, something. Different stuff. I mean, I remember when I growing up in uh, in San Diego. We would go, there's like certain neighborhoods that would go all out and they had like competitions and shit. And then at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, they had this thing that you could like drive through and it was like winter wonderland. And it'd be like giant fucking stuff and <laughs> like a giant palm tree like lit up like. And little do you know, Brenda went on years later to write for the Del Mar Bureau of Commerce as a uh, ad exec because of that glowing description. <laughs> glowing stuff. You're like, there was big fucking stuff. Yeah, it was cool. You'd drive through it, and you'd turn on a certain radio station, and it'd be Christmas music. That's cool, man. Like, that's the thing. Even, even, and, I, and I'm sure most Jews, and just forget Jews, non-fucking Christians or whatever, feel the same way. That like, yeah, Christmas is fun. Like, I get it a warm, fun. I have a YouTube Christmas playlist of, like, all fucking, like, yeah. Muppet sh- You know what I mean? Like, it's just a... F- it, well, yeah, and there's a lot of sentimentality yes, attached absolutely. to that. Yes, absolutely. And, 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 and there's you know, no religious connotation yeah. whatsoever, really. Yeah. Am I right? Totally. I mean, it's like you. Technically, you, there is. Well, yeah. I mean, the word Christ is in well, there. Plus, but it's this time of year where that's all these, why I call it Xmas. Well, it's also weird when like you have these pop I'm like, we're, singers and we're everybody celebrating the birth of singing. Charles Xavier. Yeah, Xmas, man. Xmas. That's why I call it Xmas. Snicked. Snicked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And fucking snicked uh, to the world. Sabretooth comes down your chimney and then yeah. murders your parents. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But <laughs> um, it is weird, like how like we just enter this weird Christ- pseudo-Christian time of the year where like you hear pop singers and all this stuff singing these songs about Jesus and it's kind of weird. Like today I was in Subway and I was listening to like some hip-hop artist that doing singing Do You Hear What I Hear and I'm like, this song's about Jesus. I can explain it all in one word, dude. Monday. Shiny. Look how shiny that shit it's is. Shiny. Us Jews don't have anything that shiny. And they get a lot of money. Like that tree is fucking awesome. Like Those that's Christmas even... albums sell like nuts. Do they really? Oh yeah. Because oh, everyone listens to them on loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, my parents used to listen to fucking like the Kenny G. Oh, Christmas my mom album is nuts. Shit. As soon as Thanksgiving, we used to drive around listening to the Kenny G. Christmas album, looking at Christmas trees. My mom has like two hundred Christmas CDs. I wish I was as high as they were. Your mom has two hundred Christmas. I CDs? would say at least. She has every Mannheim Steamroller album, Kenny G, Mariah Carey. What is Mannheim Steamroller? It's this, it's this like instrumental group that just does Christmas shit. What is the Steamroller part? I have no idea. I don't know why they that call That sounds so fucking that. punk rock. That they're not at all. <laughs> Mannheim, fuck face. <laughs> it's like, okay, they did the, like, some they're of like, the... They're like, we are lesbian sucker punch. Mannheim oh, Steamroller did night. one of the songs in Home Alone, like the instrumentals. Like when he's running home. Are you sure it's Steamroller? Yes, I am absolutely positive. 
Somebody Can anyone back, back me him up? up? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mannheim Steamroller. Yeah, right on, man. Yeah. They sound really badass. Sounds like fucking totally fog hat or something. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I used to, and then one, see, and, and growing in New York, I feel like that's kind of an ideal uh, Christmas too, or season. Like, I remember going to, um, I've always been freaked out by churches, and we've got into this once, yeah. I think. But like one year, we it can all be went, very intimidating. We went to the city, me and my family, and like my aunt and my uncle and my cousin, cousins, and we went like ice skating Rockefeller Center and saw the tree and went to like Serendipity, and then went to What's Serendipity. It's a restaurant in Manhattan. They're like famous for they have like frozen hot chocolate and shit, Ooh. really good stuff like that. Was it in the movie Serendipity? What's the movie Serendipity? That John Cusack movie. Maybe only because I haven't seen it. The movies. Are I like to think it is. I like to think that entire movie takes place inside of Serendipity, and it's like my dinner with Andre. It's yeah. just a conversation about frozen hot chocolate, and John Cusack gives like his top ten playlists yeah. every five minutes. I was just curious because a lot of that movie takes place in New York. So like some chicks like, "Can I get you some water?" He's like, "No, thank you. I'm good." And here's my top five songs for when people ask me <laughs> if I want water. Number one, The Stooges, something, something, something. Number two, some other band that sounds cool, something. Yeah. Nick Hornby's cool, man. Nick Hornby is. This shit's cool. way too cool for me. Like I watch that movie and I'm like. They don't mention fish once. I love that movie so much because it's pretty much for my college years. That's what my friends and I all talked about. You're a music dude. Where I was movie dude growing up, you were music dude. I I was I was a lot of music in college, but I was also the like movies kind of took hold in that time too. And that's the other fucking dude. The Christmas movies, even movies that aren't specific, like Die Hard. Die Hard. Uh, the movie Toys. That movie is the most fucked up movie of all time. I what love is that going on movie. in that movie? Oh, there's a lot Joan going on. Joan Cusack is a robot. She's there's a robot. Some alligator thing. She's in a the robot. Basement. LL Cool J just is always randomly like, I'm out and fucking. Yeah, and he disappears <laughs> and and um, there's that the old man that dies, but then his brother comes and he's like a military guy and he's got that weird nurse lady and, like, and there's killer toys and there's good toys. And so you basically described it. It is the most awesome fucking movie ever. I remember watching that on Christmas, actually, because it came out on Christmas. So that was a Christmas My movie. parents went and saw Nixon, and we saw toys, and I was just like, this is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's for you, Derek. Why was that for Derek? He, loves, he thinks it's the funniest thing when I say that. Oh, okay. When you say your parents went to go see Nixon. No, and, this oh. is nuts. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Home Alone is like a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, movie. Totally. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? See, it takes place at Christmas. Here's here's me. He's coming home for Christmas. Here's me yeah. dating myself. I've seen the original Die Hard ones, Die Hard two ones, Die Hard Die Hard with a Vengeance, seventy seven something fucking times. Yeah. Well, you know that's I didn't grow up, man. Die Hard came out before I was born. Die Hard one and two both take place at Christmas. Really? Yes. They break the mold with vengeance. Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. They had to at some point. <laughs> You're like, it couldn't, this whole Christmas thing can't last forever. Like, can't John McClane just have a normal Christmas where he's not stepping through broken glass and fighting Germans? But maybe that is his idea of a normal Christmas. Like, I if, guess. There, if, it, if, there was no, if there was no German trying to fight him, he'd be all home alone with like a bottle of being like, I'm nothing in the world <laughs> without a gun. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like Samuel L. Jackson comes, like, as Jesus or whatever, and he's like, hey, buddy, and they, and they go caroling and shit. And then they knock on someone's door, and it's Hans Gruber's like second cousin, twice removed. Yeah, he's got a weird, lazy eye. <laughs> and that's Die Hard Six. Len Weissman's going to direct it. There you go. It's on. I have, I have inside information about that shit. Um, what else? But uh, there were like the big ones, dude. Like, what's the big like? Well, you know, Christmas Story. Never seen it. 
What? That's the one with the little kid and the gun that, and the leg it's lamp. On That's always for in the game. Twenty four hours a day every Christmas. Never seen it, dude. It's a wonderful life. Never seen it. Wow. Keep in mind, except the, I, the you can't tell because the horns are filed down. But Jew. But Christmas story is a wonderful movie. I watch Christmas cartoons a lot. I feel Christmas like. cartoons are great. But like I never saw Christmas story. I never saw It's a Wonderful Life. I my I, my friend got me the He Man Shira Christmas special for Christmas last year. It does. He Man does not hold up at all. Not right. Well, for one, it's Prince, Shazam. Man. For one, Prince Adam has pretty much the gayest voice of all time. Like, I mean, like, like homosexual. And you're a homosexual yes. saying this. Yes. If you folks don't know, Brendo came out on this very podcast about three months ago. Yes. Um, you yeah. You have to mention that every episode. Yeah, of course I do. It's for context. Yeah. So when I make gay jokes, they'll know I'm not Oh, being a so dick. they're like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> just like you can make a Jew like joke. Prince Adam literally just, it's, it's like, hello, guys. Uh, hello, Shira. Welcome to my Prince Attorney. It sounds like fucking um, uh, 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 Truman Capote. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> totally. It's really crazy. He's like, let's fight Skeletor, and then we'll have a picnic lunch. Like Prince Adam. Do. And I guess they did that to differentiate between Prince Adam, and then when he's He-Man, he talks like He-Man, but like... I never... Dude, I had the toys, but I'd never oh, seen the show. dude. I loved He-Man. <laughs> now we know why. I had, yeah. I had, like, Battle Cat, and I had Prince... I had the Castle Grayskull. Oh, that was a good Christmas gift. One year, I got Castle Grayskull, and my brother got Snake Mountain, and Snake Mountain was the one that had the microphone that, like, changed your voice. It was But you had to awesome. walk around talking into a mountain? Well, you had a mountain, and you'd, like, be like, eh, there's a mountain of death. You know, like, sit. I will kill you, He-Man. But into the mountain? It had a little microphone. You pull out. <laughs> but that literally a makes a microphone. But that, for that toy to be fun, you'd have to carry around a fucking mountain with you if you well, want to fuck with people. You'd sit around playing with all your He-Man toys, and then you'd bust out the microphone, be like, "Doom <laughs> to all Eternia." Wouldn't that be great if you gave like play-by-play commentary? You had like a, like one kid who was like, we used to wear sports shirts and shit, and like yeah. no one got hey, collars. You know what I'm talking about? And he was kind of weird, and always like writing notes down. And everyone would play He-Man and be like, "Well, there's He-Man in the third quarter." Uh, <laughs> She-Ra looking good today. You know, She-Ra was an off-season acquisition by Team Skeletor. <laughs> uh, the Thundercats were showing some interest, but I feel like we, we had should a little crossover. Turn little kid. I'd never. I'm not man. I wasn't into that. I was. Into, I was um, way into that. I was way into GI Joe, like huge. And Derek doesn't believe me because I would told him about this. My other dream gift, like a gift I never got, the USS Flag, the aircraft carrier. It was literally six feet. Long. Mine was peyote, but that came much and later in life. It cost like five hundred dollars, like nineteen eighty-five dollars. What was it? It was an aircraft. Carrier? It was an aircraft. It was huge, and I knew one kid that had it—the richest, most spoiled kid I ever. Because I remember this website wrote about it, and they're like, anybody who says they had the flag is either a liar or the most spoiled brat ever. He's either a liar true. or a friend of a liar. Yeah. <laughs> and because and, there was the two mother, Holy Grail G.I. Joe ties were the, toys were the flag, which was $500. Then there was the spaceship, which Kevin actually talked about. And I was like, yeah, spaceship. And, um, and Someone it, validated my youth. That one was like $200. And putting that into perspective, a Nintendo in 1986 or whatever was $100. I mean, dude, even today... So a flag was like five Nintendos. Like, I'll just put it this way. If Legos weren't so expensive, you wouldn't see me right now. I'd be doing Legos, but they're like $500 for like... 
the fucking Batmobile. I got I got to set you up with my Lego guy. You got a Lego guy? Yeah, Phil. Phil oh, but he does. He deals in bulk, though. No, he deals in like out of print Legos, and he sells them at a reasonable price. And he, we're not even joking. He's got a Lego guy. I do. This is how geeky this is. Like, I can get you drugs. You can get me Legos. And That's the Star dynamic Wars on Legos, this Legos, Indiana Jones Legos. Really? Yeah. Like cheaper than normal too. Well, just at a decent market value. Am I going to get arrested for this or something? It sounds no. so shady. That's how he makes a You're like, you got to meet him in the back of his truck in Paramus, New Jersey. He stuff on Amazon and whatnot. Right, on, man. He buys bulk Legos and fucking... On eBay, and then he sells them, and then like we'll go to collector shows and sell them there, and like it was, it was awesome. I wonder how he got that idea. Because he likes Legos, and he noticed that some... He, buy, he buys Legos a lot. He's really into Legos, specifically Star Wars Legos, and he noticed that... They would make one set and then it would go out of print and then they'd be worth a ton of money later. So he's like, how can I, like, this is, like, and then he noticed them on sale on eBay. So he started buying them. What's his name? Phil, you know, my friend Phil. Phil what? Phil Vecchio. Right on. Lucasfilm's going to sue his fucking ass. Oh. He's just selling stuff on eBay. That's legal. It's not legal to, is it legal to buy something from a store and resell it on eBay? Yeah, people do that all the time. That's what eBay is. Who wants to buy some fucking Kevin Smith paintings? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Put the Smodcast on eBay. That would be a weird conversation tomorrow morning. Um, Put it in the casual encounter section, though, so no, it would be all sneaky. I remember like, my... I'm, a, I'm a comedy theater in West Hollywood looking you to me. You were talking to... about your dad. What was he getting that was like a big deal for you? He got a gift like at midnight? What was it? Ultra, it was Ultraman. Ultraman. Yeah. We only did, did, did that once. It was because my brother really wanted G.I. Joe the video game. And I don't know what happened when it came out, but there was such a huge demand. And my gr- my parents ended up having to call a friend in Vegas, and they sent him one. Shit used to be crazy to get, dude. And nowadays, I feel like let's get a little current for a minute. Like, um, whoa. well, Nintendo games, especially. Wind down. But speaking of a Nintendo game, like Epic Mickey. I don't know if you folks are aware of the game Epic Mickey. You came, broke my heart. Came out with Epic Mickey. Not very good. I'm, I'll be the first to say, like, it's it's a fun concept and the animation's fun, but like, it's horribly fucking plagued by control issues. I'm so sad. Camera stuff. Seriously. I know, and I know, man, and I'm sorry. You've been excited for that game for like a year. I hate to be... Every once in a while, we would just be talking, all of a sudden we'd be like, Epic Mickey! Who would do that? No, I'm kidding. You and I, I would know, do we that. we would both Come do on. that. He's absolutely right. I was very fucking excited. It was, um, it did not, I, I keep calling it like epic failure, Mickey. It's just not, Aww. it's just tedious and fucking. Someone, the review I saw today was, eh, like E-H, pick. I get it. Meh, key. I get like it. M-E-H. Yeah, meh. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm on board with, who do you think fucking wrote that? Wow. Who wrote it? What was the guy's name? Some dude on joystick. My pen name, man. It was fucking Arfud Nahuzalan. <laughs> What the hell is that? Zoroastrian name. Oh. You know Zoroastro? No. Turkish religion? Yeah, I know about it. stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm just fucking with you. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a very good game. But I did grab... Speaking of cool Disney shit, let's get a little geeky for a minute. Because that's the thing, dude. We always have guests on, and it's, I fucking love it. Because it's super fun to like find out what all these act, like, cool actors or comedians or comic book guys like, and what makes them tick and inspires people and all that. Yeah. But it's also fun for me to just talk for hours and hours on end. Of course, that's what you always want to do. Because I love the sound. I love the sound of this I get thing. to hear the Matt Cohen show every single day. <laughs> he does. And it's never, it's, it's always consistently the funniest show on your cell phone, right? It totally is. Absolutely. <laughs> It'll never get canceled. No, um, <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, Until I change my phone number. Speaking of more... <laughs> Just messing with you. 
<laughs> no, it's all right, Brenda. Um, speaking I of other Disney shit, this. I grabbed. Uh, what the? Is that a symbol? Oh, thank you, Derek. I didn't. All right, Derek. We have sound effects, apparently. Uh, right? Isn't that right, folks? <laughs> Brendo, save it till after the show. No, I got uh, speaking of speaking of Disney stuff. I got um. Oh, uh, you got the two movies I want to see. Well, I, I went to go grab Fantasia at Best Buy because Fantasia. You get it? They didn't have it on Blu-ray, and I was really upset for a minute. And then I, I was mine. then I was like, wait a minute. Fantasia's the worst movie ever fucking made. Except it's not that bad. The special features are awesome, and it has Destino, the movie that the short that, that Disney did with Salvador it's Dali. It's so fucking boring, man. And here's, Whatever. And here's the thing on Fantasia. You can't appreciate fine art. No, I, I literally cannot. Like, I need explosions I'm and shit. sorry for you. Or like puppies that lose their way. You know what I mean? Like, that is Disney's attempt at like a fine art film. It's yes. all like... Salvador Dali shit and like weird. Well, no, Salvador Dali. That was the short that's on classical that, music and, and, balla- and ballet and like yeah, yeah. And then no point. Tchaikovsky. At no point does someone have a lovable animal sidekick. There's animals, but they're not anyone's sidekicks, and that's what I look for. They're in a their Disney own movie. sidekicks. How does that work? They don't need sidekicks, and they don't talk. <laughs> and that's what I don't like about it. No one talks in that fucking movie. It's nope. basically a silent film. Pretty much. Yeah. That's the music. I tried to watch it as a fucking eight-year-old after, you know what I mean? Well, me too, but then I grew to appreciate it. Well, I'm sorry, Brendo. I'm not as cultured as you. God. Do you want to have a slap fight? Wait, so talk about the other movies you got. I got, uh, I got, awesome. so instead I found, I was lucky enough to find two really cool documentaries. Uh, uh, I'm saying that because I haven't watched them yet, but I've been looking forward to seeing them for a while. Me too. Uh, one's called Waking Sleeping Beauty, which is about kind of the uh, Disney animation boom in the early 90s. From 84 to 94. Was it 80? Well, 84 was when they got the ball rolling. Like Little Mermaid, all that stuff. When and how Wells they basically took over. The animation was about to go bankrupt at Disney. Like they were about to stop doing well, the whole stu- The whole Disney company was about to get taken over. By the fucking Death Star. Yeah. That's just in my also, mind. Also, they, they say... <laughs> That's was, Star Wars 8. They always say it's corporate raiders, and I'm like, that sounds so nuts. What does that even mean? I have no idea. Like these raiders running around like, we're taking corporations. Let's take Disney. That's exactly what it means. No, like Raiders um, so, of the Lost Ark. <laughs> raiders of the Lost Corporation. There was yeah. Waking Sleeping Beauty, and then there's another flick called Walt and El Grupo, which is about in like 1939, I want to say maybe, uh-huh. uh, South America, to keep them involved in the war effort. Uh, against Hitler and shit, America sent a bunch of animators over there to make like uh, propaganda films for the South American people, and they sent Walt Disney to Argentina, I believe it is, somewhere down there, or Brazil, and it's a documentary about like Walt's time spending spent. time down there, and that's what yeah. inspired. Basically, three all all the all these things I'm I've said tonight. Are just three I will never have a fucking three caballeros. I said three amigos. That's oh, look bad. at you! That's three caballeros was one of my favorite ones as a kid. You just interrupted a very fucking Sorry. poignant thought, Brendo. Apologize. It's lost in the wind now, man, because you, you had to say going. three cab. You, see, you had to say you love three caballeros. Three caballeros. Three caballeros. Rub it in, man. I love that movie. I'm sure you love that. What do you not love? We've talked about this. What? Olivia Devin Munn. fucking Farachi. Wait, why did you say his name? Have, you, have we never said his name before? We did not. Now you said it. You said the Chud guy. Brendo's... Brendo... Brendo... Whoa, I didn't say anything. I uh, never mentioned his name. All right, all right. Are I you mean, calling you've, him out now? You've hinted enough. No, I okay. think... You should Two have people. Two people. Let's do this. Fucking lay it down, Brendo. Devin Farachi and Brendo Olivia Munn. Brendo does not like either of them. He has never spoken to either of them. He's a psychopath. Well, oh, I'm sorry. What? Are people you don't like? 
Yeah, but n- I'm not going to name them on a podcast. You named him. What? You named him. I know. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. I'm not going to tell you I don't, mine. Whatever. I don't, I don't have any shame. Dude, I'm joking. I will edit that out if you really want me to. No. Okay. Ooh. Fuck it. Fuck you. Dude. Look at you all defiant. You're like my little Shea Guevara over here. Olivia Munn is a phony and Devin <laughs> Farachi is an asshole. Whoa. <laughs> that was a cool sound effect. Um, I, Matt Enough Cohen, ha- I love everyone and everything. Of course you do. I support, I support uh, rainbows polar and, bears. and laughter for children and polar Navy bears. Seals. Navy SEALs. I support. Navy SEALs? I support Navy SEALs, the movie and uh, the concept. All right. And actual SEALs like or, or, that are trained in Navy-like activities. Which yeah. is a concept uh, script I have going. Okay. Except I said it in the crash of the Indianapolis, and everyone was like, that's not going to make a good What was kid's the poignant comment you were going to make before you made me name my enemies? Oh, that, like, I fucking spent my day watching Disney documentaries, and I'm going to never, ever, ever get another girlfriend for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, you'll be fine. Unless I find a Disney chick, and I don't, I don't know, she'll trade pins with me and Those stuff. Those chicks are strange. <laughs> She's like, can we talk about Space Mountain? And I'm like, can I not? talk to you anymore so yeah i'm sorry for me look at you brendo it was, it was a cathartic night for you man wow do you feel different this is like you came out on the show you outed your enemies like what can you do as a well, topper not my enemies there's people i despise because <laughs> it's an enemy i feel like there has to be they have to know who you are yeah <laughs> okay so at least you're at least you're cognizant enough of that uh, i don't have any well I, I you do a who's your enemy the kid who bullied you as a kid no um just a I have General one person Zod. that doesn't want to talk to me. Right, one on, person. You literally one. But fucking, I'm I'm gonna give me their name afterwards, and I'm gonna give them a speaking to. Nope. You're, you're the greatest guy ever, Brendo. Nope. Don't let anyone ever tell you differently except for me. When nope. I when I make fun of you. Um, what else did you do, man? Anything Anything else big coming up in your week? In this week? Mm. Well, um, since we have the weekend free for like the first time ever, I'm going to a Christmas party. Look at you. Are you gonna get drunk? Um, oh, my, 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 uh, company Christmas party is tomorrow, and I'm definitely getting drunk there because they didn't give us bonuses, so I'm drinking my fucking bonus. Good on you. So that's happening, and it's on a boat. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna get wasted on I'm a- taking my roommate as my beard. Right on. Yeah. Cause I- Do you need a beard? Well, we were supposed to bring dates, and everybody was asking me who my date was, and I was like, uh, take my roommate. Your married room. Is she going to yeah. wear a wedding ring? Yeah. Right on. Excuse me for that. That was my... So I guess if it would be a real me. beard if I'm like, this is my girlfriend. No, it's not a real beard. It's just some chick you're going with. A beard is someone you're implying that you're, yes, you're that's dating. that's what I'm saying. If it was a real beard, I would be like, this is my girlfriend. Right but on. I'm not going to do that. But this way, at least, I'm not, you're not going getting full, You're not going full I beard. I just don't want my coworkers asking me, like, where's your date? Why aren't you with a date? I don't want to talk about my personal life with you're my like, coworkers. She's back home waiting for me in bed <laughs> after I get off this boat. Yeah. So like, I'm Let's doing hope that. this boat hits dry land soon. Friday night, I'm going to another Christmas party. Look at you all Christmas And then party Saturday, night. I was going to invite you, but you never want to come down to Orange County, so I already know the answer. Probably not. Well, then maybe well, you... Where, where are we going? Is it laser tag? Um, we are going to Is it laser hang tag? out at my house and play rock band. I love you, but I'm good. See? <laughs> it's a long drive. But I knew if I said I was doing that, on the other hand, you would be like, why didn't you invite me? So I would I'm, just do that to bust your balls, though. Well, like, I never nap- know sometimes. I'll be napping tomorrow night and or like... Uh, this is Saturday. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me check on my Saturday. Yeah, I'll be napping on Saturday. I nap a lot. 
Smoking with your dog. Smoke with my dog. I nap a lot. I uh, plot things. Yeah. I plot a lot. You know you what I mean? You got your big board. I got plans. I got a big board. I got a map and stuff with push pins. Yeah. Nothing like ominous or evil, but just like, I got plans. Um, I was watching Six Feet Under, and they had a big map of push pins, and they were always putting them in, and I always wondered what it's for, and I still don't know. Why would the funeral well, let's directors... ask Alan Ball, ladies and gentlemen. No, yeah. <laughs> Why would funeral directors need pushpins on a map? Do they uh, want to know the patterns of where people die? Maybe it's connected to Dexter and Michael C. Hall was planning out maybe the... Yeah. Like the shows blend together or whatever. He, maybe was, he, was, he was the funeral director, but he was also killing everyone who they buried there. And that's what the map was. Look at you, man, putting it all together. You're I don't like, know. You're like a modern day MacGyver. If someone knows, please tell me. If someone knows, write in or call Brendo. Brendoman at gmail.com or at Brendoman on Twitter. Yeah, let, let him know what this is. Alan Ball, let are. me know. Or Michael C. Hall. Or a f- random fan who's probably more likely to tweet you back, but that, that'll work too. Totally. Uh, a toads, Brendo. Dude, did you have a good time tonight without, without a fucking guest? Yeah. I think, I think it went well, right? I think so. It's, I think, I think swimmingly. It's up to these people to determine. Yeah, oh, they're, they're coming back. They're, they're coming I, back. They already told me. I got, because I, what I did is I gave my cell phone number on every seat, so they've been texting me during the show, like, keep up, keep up the good work. We're loving it. Thanks, guys. You're a modern day, you're a raconteur. Someone called me, someone called yeah. me a philanthropist. I don't even know if it's appropriate, but I'll take it. All right. Um, no, I think it was a good time. And we got some really, really cool guests coming up. I don't know if I should, should Do drop it. any, I don't know if I should drop any names because no, no one's like locked, but, but, uh, the good folks at Golden Apple, Ryan over there, Golden Apple Comics folks over on Melrose, uh, goldenapplecomics.com. Check them out. They're our sponsor. And Ryan helps out, uh, booking some really cool guests. And he's got a lot of, he's gave me some names about some people There's interested some good in doing names. a show this month. Good names. Uh, you know what? I will out someone. We've also got a commitment from Hollywood Babylon's Mr. Owen, Mr. Ralph Garman. That's right. Is going to come do the show and geek out with us for a little bit. Because he, he never gets to. And with Kevin, he does a little bit on he Babylon. He does a little bit, but on Kevin and Bean, the moment he starts talking about comics, they'll play sound so, effects so to get we'll him have, to stop. We're, we're, Ralph said he'd uh, come on to the show. We got yeah. just a, a bunch of different... We'll, we'll give Geeking some hints. Geeking out with Garmin. Geeking with Garmin. There you go. We'll give some hints. We got some... Uh, some renowned comic book uh, creators. We got some uh, film directors you might know. We've got some TV personalities TV coming on the show very soon. Um, just not tonight. Just not tonight. <laughs> tonight it was just us two fucking assholes. And um, I, I hope you enjoyed it. Brendo, I, I, thank you for being here once again. Do me one favor. Don't air your fucking personal crazy shit on this show any. Don't use this as a launch about? pad for your vial. What? You have Devin... Uh, dude, now I'm going to have to brought talk. it up. Now I'm going to have to hear from Farachi. Dude, tell okay. him to call me. I'll give him your phone number. Seriously, hit from we'll me. have a talk. <laughs> and then you please tell me you recorded for this show. Oh, yeah. Okay, folks. Um, if you want to check You're us... Really gonna, you, wait, wait, are you really going to get Farachi to call me? If you want me to. No. Okay, then... Wait, no, yeah, 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 totally. Make up your yeah, mind. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fucking roller coaster yeah, do it, in here. Do it, okay, do man. it. Um, wait, wait, you were going to have my bully come on the show. What happened with that? Uh, too much work. This, I feel like, is easier. Like, I, I know this guy. I don't know your bully. This is what happens when you name your elementary school bully. This guy finds them on Facebook Notice and I talk about a lot of people, but messages. never give names. You always fall into that If trap. I name names, this guy finds them, and he's like, oh, I sent him a Facebook message. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, want, I just wanted to be like, well, A, a it's kind of cool because it's like, hey, man, you know that kid you made fun of in fucking high school? He's doing well for himself. He's got a podcast on the Smodcast Network at, the, at fucking Kevin Smith's Theater. Do you want to come on our show? 
Is that what you said? Pretty much. Um, did he say, Did he reply? We're back? talking, Brendo. It's a secret. Me and Matt Elke are tight now. Oh my god. Okay. This is scary. I can't befriend your childhood bullies. We live in the age of the internet, man. Come on. And you also talked about flirting with my mom last week, which really freaked me out. Yeah, but I haven't ever flirted with your mom. Your mom is on Facebook though now, so I'm gonna I am gonna no. poke. I am gonna no, poke her. No, no. I haven't poked anyone in like two years. I feel oh, like God. I want to bring it back. Um, my mom is not on Facebook. Yeah, she is. No. She commented on our fucking picture. Jesus Christ. Dude, if anyone goes to your Facebook page, it's a woman who's in her fucking fifties with the same last name as you. Unless it's your wife, I, I think people can assume. I need to figure out what I'm going to do about this. Block your mom on Facebook. My mom no, ain't I allowed to be that. on Facebook unless she's got like a secret account. I don't know. She about. loves Facebook. It keeps her happy. Well, then we shouldn't take it away from her, man. But if you want to, uh, if if you don't, <laughs> if you're not looking for Brendo's mom and you're looking for us on the internet, you can find this podcast as always at smodcast.com. You can check me out. On Twitter at Cameltoad. At Brendo Man. And don't forget at Derek Armijo. Derek Armijo. DJ Derek up in the booth. I'm you can the- also find me at BrendoMan.com. Check us out at BaggedBoarded.com. CameltoadProductions.com. Folks, as always, please listen to all the other Smodcast Network podcasts. And check out the Fred Entertainment Podcast. If you are in the Hollywood area or near a computer, just go to GoldenAppleComics.com. Yep. They got you, man. Smodcastle. Comic you up. Well. Smodcastle.com. Fucking check out purple-tree.com to get a hoodie like this because everyone wants one. I uh, totally want offer one. Offer code boarded for a sick discount. And sick discount. Sick discount. Like herpes infested discount. What kind of discount are we talking about? Like her- herpes. Okay. Herpes. Um, no, that's sponsor, sponsor probably wouldn't like that. No herpes involved in purple tree clothing. <laughs> Just very, uh, soft, awesome, uh, stoner, yeah. uh, couture. And, uh, other than that, if you come check us out at the Smog Castle every Wednesday night. That'd and, be awesome. And, and Brenda won't possibly fillet you, guy or a girl. We'll he'll, he'll decide in the it. minute. Yeah. Not if you're Devin Farachi, though. And I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. And we've been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Uh, Bagged and boarded. Live. Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from. There are so many to choose from on the Smodcast Podcast Network. On Sundays, it's me and Scott doing the classic Smodcast, the show that started it all. Mondays, it's me and Ralph Garman doing Hollywood Babylon. There's so many to choose from. Tuesdays, you get a double shot of goodness, man. Malcolm Ingram's blowhard, as well as Red State of the Union Q&As, our podcast show about our forthcoming movie. There's so many to choose from. On Thursdays, drop the gloves with the puck nuts. The same guys that bring you Tell Em Steve Dave on Fridays. And don't forget on Saturdays, Jay and Silent Bob get old with me and Jason Muse. There's so many to choose from. You could try some shows that aren't so regular. just happen every once in a while like Highlands, a peephole history. Where me and people that grew up in the town I grew up look back at the town we grew up in. Smarriage at Smod Castle, where real live people get real live married by real Rev Kev. That'd be me. There's so many to choose from. Smodimations, that's where me and Scott are drawn as cartoons. They take little sections of Smodcast we've done and animate them, man, and make them even funnier somehow. And if you've ever been to Smod Castle, then you've met Matt Cohen, and Matt Cohen has his own show, Bagged and Boarded, which is also now at Smodcast.com. 
There's so many to choose from. I know you keep telling me, man, but did you know that most of the podcasts at Smodcast.com are recorded live in front of a studio audience at Smodcastle, our theater out in Los Angeles on Santa Monica Boulevard between Wilcox and Cole. There's so many to choose from. It's got even at Smodcastle, there are so many to choose from. Every week, you could see Malcolm Ingram do his show, Blowhard Live. You could see me and Jason Muse doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. You could see Matt Cohen doing Bagged and Boarded. You can come see Tom Green do a show down there. You can see me and Mosier doing the occasional Smodcast 3D. There's so many to choose from. That's right. For one low price, 100 bucks, you could see every show. That happens in Smodcastle for a month. Every show you go, you get that basically comes down to be like four bucks a show. I mean, come on, you can't get a better deal than that. Go to smodcastle.com slash smodpass for the smodpass, or just stay right here on smodcast.com and listen to any of the shows that we throw up there free for nothing because we love you. And guess what? There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from.